Hello, we're talking historic tournament rivalries and brownies today. Thanks for joining me. A new week on Destination Tokyo. I'm publishing this on Monday the 15th of March. I'm Mark Shardlow. Well, spring is just about in the air outside, but there's a definite feel of excitement with qualifying tournaments starting to happen for the Olympics and Paralympics and more major events. And it's one of those where we're going to today. Back with badminton's Lauren Smith and Marcus Ellis. They arrived in Birmingham yesterday for the prestigious 111th All England Championships. And with it, all the usual stuff that goes around tournaments in lockdown. Yeah, it's really good. Um, you know, especially with all the questions around whether it was going to go ahead or not uh, for so long. Um, it's actually a big relief to actually be here now. And, you know, actually, we've just both said that when we came into the room, we're really, really impressed with all the procedures that we've got in place. We feel very, very safe. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. How does it work then? I mean, you told us how it worked back in Bangkok a couple of months ago. Is it very similar to that? It's a little bit more relaxed in some ways. So, basically, we, we just arrived about an hour ago. We had a PCR test and we've come up to our room and you don't leave your room until you get the results. Um, so, the food you get has to be kind of brought to the hotel door, things like that. Once you have a negative result all things being well um you can then move around in the green bubble which is pretty much the hotel the venue and obviously there's a bus between the hotel and the venue you're still advised to kind of obviously have social distancing constantly wash your hands follow all those sort of guidelines to limit the risk but after that point we can kind of order food from delivery apps uh, and stuff like that so in thailand all the food was kind of brought to the rooms and you didn't really get a lot of choice, whereas here it looks like there's going to be a little bit more choice. And I think the team have put a lot of effort into making sort of communal spaces for either sitting and eating or maybe like gym space, but just that you share with your fellow teammates, just to, so that we're not in these four walls the entire time that we're not training. <laughs> Can you go out onto the streets of Birmingham at all? Not that I understand. Um, you know, once, literally as soon as we came through the doors to the hotel, she said, if there's anything you need to do, you need to do it now because as soon as you have your test, that's kind of it. You can't leave this space. And if you do, you're kind of you're then out the bubble. So that's that was a very strict rule. So from here on in, we're pretty much I want to say stuck, but we're you know, we are we are here and we're not allowed to go. Can I ask you what food deliveries you get? You mentioned food deliveries there, because for both you guys, it's, tournaments are pretty intensive because you're both playing doubles and mixed doubles as well. So you must need to fuel up. What, what do you choose? I mean, we like most foods. Um, obviously, the benefit of being in England is that all of the foods that we see on those delivery apps are very familiar with, which is different to some tournaments. Well, the restaurants we normally eat at while we're here. We like Italian. Yeah, Italian food. You, know, you can't so go wrong with a pasta um, or a pizza, and you can usually get plenty of veg and stuff like that as well. But, you know, we also like kind of more rice dishes. I would stay away from a curry on a game day, personally. <laughs> Um, just because I would never want to upset my stomach. But, you know, most of the food we get is stuff that you kind of would be quite familiar with. Maybe it's not as healthy as what we would eat at home. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's more about making sure we're fueled. So if you have to kind of eat something that is maybe less healthy, I say in quotation marks, than what you'd have at home, then so be it. You need to be full and energised and that's it. Italian's definitely the safest. Yeah, I'd say it's the most common one we'd go for. Yeah. And the All England itself, I mean, it's often described as the Wimbledon of badminton. How special is it for you to play there? It would have been such a shame for this year not to go ahead because, um, you know, for everyone around the world, they really do look forward to this tournament. 
uh, and to win it is a very prestigious thing. So for us to have another opportunity to get to wherever we're going to get, to do what wherever we're going to do, you know, it's a real privilege because I'm 31 now <laughs> and who knows how many more All Englands, you know, I have left in me, hopefully a few, but to not have one is for me a massive loss and a massive opportunity lost. So I'm just very grateful that we're, we're actually here and able to compete. But your men's doubles partner, what, is he 35? And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's my memory of last year, really. I mean, I know it's a silly memory, but it was uh, the match that you were playing with where his string broke and mid-rally uh, he went off and grabbed another racket and carried on playing. And did his string break again during the same... He's becoming quite the professional at breaking string after string as Chris... Is, uh, Isn't that when it got stuck why. in the racket? No, that was a different time. Oh, that was a different that time. That was completely different. But, uh, he, go, he, he does go through a, a few rackets, does Chris, <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's getting older. Maybe he's not seeing it quite as quick or something. I don't know. But he does go through a lot of, a lot of strings. Because the last mixed doubles winners were um, Nathan and Robertson and Gail Ems. Is Nathan in your coaching setup? Yeah, he is. So he's here with us this week. Um, you know, we've been working with him a lot. Um, and obviously he has he was an incredible player um with a really amazing sort of list of achievements. Um and you know, he's been a really great coach for us as well over the past sort of few months, especially. He's kind of given us good insight into what he kind of the mentality he had as a player which I think is is really interesting uh, and definitely valuable to us and um, but you know also he's he's very focused on just doing the simple things well um which I think is is definitely important and with all of the time we've had to train over the past few months we've probably had time to overthink things in ways that we never normally would in a normal to- tournament calendar so remembering to you know do the simple things well like he says is um yeah definitely been valuable he went to school 50 yards from where I'm sitting. You're joking. Yeah, no, oh, not joking at all. Well. And yeah, his family home's about two miles away. And I always thought he was more suited to being a surfer <laughs> than a badminton player. But yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah he is. Definitely a legend. Looking at the draws this year, especially um, the mixed doubles, because a, a, a few uh, couples are choosing not to come for whatever reason you know whether it's covid whether it's to spend more time at home it's a very british biased draw especially your section of it max and jess and then gabby and chris how does that work what's the rivalry between you guys it'd be the same in any country you know we're lucky at this particular all england we have quite a few pairs in the in the entry but you know i can only imagine what it must be like in the more dominant countries like China and Japan, the you know the competition there to be you know the best pair must be really really fierce. For, for us, we just see it as a great opportunity. Yeah, of course, there's some competition between us all. Um, you know, we all know each other that little bit better than other people might. But at the end of the day, you've you know you've got to beat everybody, haven't you? Um, and it doesn't really matter where they're from. That's how I try and look at things as we as we make our way through the draw. Would you play them in training or are you completely separate? Well, yeah, we play them in training. Um, you know, I think it would be a real waste not to because, you know, you've got two high-level pairs there and, you know, the opportunity to push each other and bring our level up together is not one to be missed. Um, I think to put the rivalry against each other, against the rival, above rivalry against the be- rest of the world is very short-sighted. You know, there's plenty of other pairs out there that we're trying to beat and we want to get ahead of. Uh, and I don't think taking a good sparring partner away from our training environment 
for both of us is a good way to go about kind of achieving what we want to achieve. Another coincidence for you, Chris's brother was my local community support officer in the village here as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Surrounded by badminton coincidences here. Yeah, so what are your hopes for? Am I right in saying, and I'm trying to understand the rules, you must know better than me, but this is not part of Olympic qualification. No, it's uh, last year's All England count towards the qualification. So as far as Olympics go, this doesn't mean anything. Um, Of course, it'll affect your world ranking. So you've got a a couple of different rankings that you're juggling at the moment. But I mean, again, regardless, even though it's not counting towards the Olympics, it's such a prestigious event to us. Mm. And it means so much that, of course, we expect a lot of ourselves. And, you know, we know there's an opportunity here this year with the three to four pairs, maybe the top eight that are missing. You know, it's a fantastic opportunity. And you could very well see a, a different name on the trophy this year. We're, hopefully it's ours. But, you know, there's I think some some interesting things will definitely happen this next week. Brilliant. Oh, well, well, all the best for it. Um, I can't wait to see it. I know we can see it on the BBC Red Button and on various other places. So it'd be great to see some live sport with you guys involved. I always like to finish by looking back at uh, Lauren's Insta. I'm trying to get the theme coming from there. <laughs> so um, I'm looking at you seem to have a very sweet tooth. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's a dangerous sweet tooth. Yeah, I think this is, a lot of people send me messages and they're like, you don't really eat that, do you? And I'm like, do you really think I just pick, a, pick it up, take a photo <laughs> and put it in the bin? There's not a chance. Do you have a cheat day then or something like that when you say, yeah, I'm going to eat my brownies today? No, I go for the approach of everything in moderation. So, you know, probably 80% of the food I eat is very, I hate these words, but like clean and healthy. With my coffee, I'll have a bit of brownie or, you know, in the evening I'll have some biscuits with my tea. Or It's just about balance. And I think like, you know, for some people having cheat days works and having stricter diets works. But for me, and it's a stubbornness issue, if I tell myself that I can't eat chocolate, before you know it, I'll have eaten a family-sized bar of dairy milk and I'll be like in bed with, in a food coma. For me, re- saying I can't have the things that I really love is never worked. So that's why I, I really enjoy these yummy brownies and sweet treats and all that. But I also equally enjoy vegetables and really nice bits of meat and all that sort of stuff so it's all about moderation and and making sure i enjoy everything that's on my plate agreed well i think i have found britain's best brownie so what i'd like to do is i want to send you a box you've got to share it with nathan though Uh, (laughs) i promise to do that and uh maybe next time you can give me your verdict on it my kids think no but i think Streets ahead of anything else. Wow. So, All um, right. Yeah. Quite a few brownies, haven't we? Yeah. I've had, quite a, as you've seen, I've eaten quite a lot of brownies. So I will hopefully okay. review that one for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Well, uh, we'll save it till after the All England. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a country brownie if all things go well. <laughs> yeah. Good luck for it. Okay. Thank Thanks a lot again. See you soon. Thanks. Thanks. And thanks to Laura and Marcus and all the best for everyone competing at the All England in Birmingham this week. That's it for today. Back tomorrow when we're talking Paralympics. Until then, thank you and bye-bye.